Hello everybody and welcome back to The Tea with Crema. My name is Chris, I'll be one of your hosts today, and I'm joined by my best friend, Emma. What's up, y'all? Today we are excited because we have the first guest of the history of the podcast that I have not actually met before. So Emma met her assignment. She did it. She, we have our first guest I have never, ever met before. So we are super, super excited to welcome the host of the podcast, Reads with Rosa, founder, the CEO, the creative director, the writer of all the questions, Rosa herself. Welcome to the tea with Crema. Hey guys. Hi everyone. Hi, I'm a little bit nervous, but you know, it's good to be here. We're happy We're to have you. We're super excited. <laughs> it's going to be a great time, I promise. It won't be like teeth surgery. It'll be like easy, just easy breezy. Before we begin, we have our tea check. So Emma, what tea did you bring today? I'm a little under the weather, so I'm drinking a puka, lemon, ginger, and manuka honey. It is very good for my throat because I think I'm allergic to Manuka honey, so I don't know if it's my throat is being soothed or if I can't breathe anymore. Well, <laughs> this might be the last episode of the Tea with Grandma, everyone. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, Rosa, what are you drinking today? I am drinking lemon and ginger. It's a Mad Tea London. I got it off Amazon Japan. <laughs> uh, usually, I'd be drinking a latte every morning. Like, I have this particular one I buy from Family Mart. Long story. Anyways... But because it's Lent, I have been drinking a lot of tea. So lemon and ginger. Good for you. What are you drinking today, Chris? Today, I brought yet another chocolate tea. I don't know why they keep sending me chocolate teas, but sips by, let me just clarify, one time for the one time, chocolate teas are not good. And this one is not great. It's not as bad as that first chocolate tea that I had a long time ago. But it's also not good. I would not get it again. It smells funny and it tastes as funny. So honestly, two stars because there's other stuff in it that's helping it do its best. But it's a two star tea. I just like don't understand the concept of chocolate tea because I feel like it's supposed to be like hot cocoa, but very watery. <laughs> and that doesn't that's what sound it feels fun. like. It feels like you took a spoonful of the hot cocoa mix. Out of the pre-measured package that's supposed to make one cup, and you just took one spoonful, and that's that's what this tea is like. We call this the diet cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> I would not recommend it, but in any case, our episode today is celebratory in a sense because Reads with Rosa is celebrating its two-year anniversary. Happy second birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Actual second birthday. Not like that one time that the tea with crema was like, we're eight years old and we were (laughs) only like four. It just. We were only one at that point. (laughs) I just don't count well, but it's super exciting. And so today we'll just be diving into what it's like to have a podcast all that time to take it from brain to product. But you also do it a bit differently in the sense that like Emma and I are a duo, a partnership. We do the podcast in that regard. And you are the singular host of Reads with Ross. Is that correct? Yes. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be different to just hear about like, okay, when you're doing it all by yourself, 
and you don't get to text your friend and be like, hey, remember that thing that's due tomorrow? It's just like, let me text myself. Hey, remember that thing that's due tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) Add it to the to-do list. So are you ready to dive in? Let's do it. Okay. First off, please introduce yourself. And how do you know us? Talafalava, everyone. I am Rosa. Um, I'm Samoan, born and bred in Tamaki Makoto, Aotearoa, so Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, how do I know Emma? Actually, I met Emma, <laughs> met her on Bookstagram. So I have an Instagram account which is dedicated to everything books and reading. Hence the name Bookstagram for those who don't know. So I, I don't actually, yeah, we have mutual friends. So I think that's how we connected. And then I started the podcast and, you know, we're celebrating two years today. And Emma was actually the first guest on the podcast. So it makes it even more special that we're doing this today. And then, of course, Chris is the cool friend that I was just seeing online through Emma's posts. Like I was like, I know Chris, we're cool. But never met Chris, but I just, that's the story of Emma and Chris. <laughs> that's the connections people. We're all about making the connections here. You know, shout out to bookstagram. I don't even have a bookstagram. I just want to point that out. <laughs> I was just like a huge fan girl of Rosa and all the other like Polynesian bookstagrammers that I was like, I'm just going to follow. And then we started messaging each other and I was like, you should read this book. Yeah. That's me. I'm that fangirl. Anyway. <laughs> Didn't you also help Emma take the dive into the international teaching circuit? Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. And <laughs> yes, yes, yes. How could I forget that? We both, she lives down the road. My bad. Let's backtrack. Yes. So Emma and I did that very first podcast. There's so many funny things about that first podcast. Like seriously, so many things that I had to learn from that. But then, you know, at the end of that, I... At the time, the I had just heard, like maybe a few days before, that the teacher, that the science teacher was leaving in the high school. And I was just like, sis, you're a science teacher. Because on her other Instagram account, it's Miss Alatini, the sciences. Get it? Science. Anyways, <laughs> I love that. She doesn't have a lot of posts on there, but I had always remembered that. I was like, oh, cool, science. So anyways, fast forward, we finished the interview and I said, hey, um, there's this job going I think you'd be great here's me like trying to get another islander friend up here you know down here in Japan so yeah I just told her about the job and she applied uh she's super overqualified by the way for the job but I didn't care I just wanted another friend I was like come on down <laughs> uh yeah and then she did it all on her own you know I just made the uh told the people at school and then they connected with her and everything else was her and then she arrived in August, and I remember that year. Oh, 2022, huh? What she got? 2022. Oh, see, can't even remember the date. But I remember it was COVID protocols. You know, at that time, but you, we, we're not hugging people. And she walked in, I was like, I go really loud in the teacher's room. I didn't care. I have to hug my sister. <laughs> and I just went in, went in for the full hug. I was like, I didn't care. Judge me all you want. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, we just kept talking um through that time she got offered the job I was absolutely stoked she made the move and then I met her uh in August yeah a few months later like it happened so quickly it was cool it really did though I have to say that that was a that was a huge leap of faith on your part to also be like hey there's this other islander that might be a good fit what if I wasn't a good fit what if I was a terrible no okay (laughs) on that seriously though oi on that seriously I would I've never like 
I'm real kind of intentional. Like when I like I was just seeing Emma only through what I was seeing online, her posts and and whatnot, and then of course our conversations about books. I just knew she'd be a perfect fit. I knew, like, I'd see her vibe, even though on her Miss Alatini, the sciences account, like, she doesn't post a lot on there, but the photos says a lot. Her, her, like, she's so overboard. I mean, I know you're into this, Chris, too, but, you know, all the decorating of the jumpers and things like that. Oh, the sweat, sweaters. Sweaters. The sweaters. sweaters. The jumpers. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, oh, my God, that is so extra. I absolutely love it. So then we did the interview, and I was like, sis, you're such a vibe. Like if it was my first interview and it was just so cruisy. I felt like I was catching up with a sis from home. So I was just like, I'm going to do this. And I have, you know, I was so like, it was a leap of faith, but I knew she would, she would fit in. And I absolutely knew the students would love her and they do. They love Miss A. So I don't have any regrets. Um, and I wouldn't just offer, you know, I wouldn't just reach out to anyone. I was just like, no, this department is an awesome department. She's going to fit right in and they're going to love her. That was a long, long story, but yeah, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> that's all what we're all about. You know, go on a bookstagram, yeah. people. Look, find, find the community, <laughs> find the people. So jumping into now, you have mm. your own podcast. Happy two years. Let's go right back to the beginning. What inspired you to start your own podcast? This is a really difficult question, to be honest. It's an interesting question because like I've been, I reflect on this, like every time someone asks me, like, what inspired you to start the podcast? And if I'm honest, you know, I would probably say that nothing, it wasn't something that inspired me. I was out to prove a point. I don't know if that makes sense. So let me just give you a little bit of context. So you know, when I had started my bookstagram account, like maybe a few months before I started the podcast, you know, some of my friends were like, you could do a podcast, you know, they were planting those seeds. They're like, you know, you're reaching folks through book recommendations, you're posting and promoting authors and highlighting Pacifica, BIPOC voices. Let's, you know, why don't you, you know, do some live reviews on your account? I was like, oh, how no, how shameful. I'm just all about, let's just post on the keyboard, right? So my friends were definitely like, you can, you should definitely do something like a podcast, do something different uh, to align with your bookstagram. But it wasn't until I got this guest spot on, like, I was doing a guest spot on a show and long story short, it didn't work out well. Like it didn't end well. And during the time that I was doing this guest spot, my friends had started up again you know you don't you you can do your own podcast now that they were seeing me on a podcast they're like come on sis there's no reason why you can't do it you can do what you want you can run the show right so that was always there and then when this gig didn't work out I was just kind of like the way it ended I really wanted to prove a point so it's not that I was inspired I was just like oh no stuff you I'm gonna do that like that like for real like and I've never said this before I was just like nah I'm gonna show you this person that I can be better and do better that I know I'm pretty stubborn so <laughs> I was adamant that I was gonna be better and do a better job and never make anyone feel like how I was left feeling after that gig that's pretty much the gist of it so once Emma, that first episode finished, I realized, okay, that's out of my system now. 
this is even bigger than I thought, you know, there's more to this. There's a bigger purpose. So I'm not out here trying to be all like, let me get revenge and stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was just like, that was definitely driving me, not revenge, but I was really driven to like, in that four weeks of March, 2021, that's how long it took me to record, get the first 10 guests, figure out how to find a streaming platform, all of, all of that admin stuff. I did that in four weeks. That's how determined I was to make a point. I don't have any regrets. I'm not bitter anymore. This is actually the first time I've kind of really said it like that. I was like, you've never actually talked about it before. So yeah, so welcome to the tea with karma, everyone. <laughs> the tea is hot. We're not going to drop any names about who that person was, but I'm sure if you re- if you researched Rosa, you'd be able to find her somewhere and then y'all will know. I want to say that it was a huge... It was a really huge learning experience, although it was a very short time. And I'm grateful. Like, that's the thing, though. I'm so grateful because it really helped me to be like, oh, you know what? If you want to get something done, you just, you can do it and do it your way. And it was, it's, this whole journey is, it's been like a huge step out of my comfort zone. I mean, I can't even tell you. I think sometimes that is like our best motivator, right? My haters are my motivators is what I like to say. I don't have any haters. Or at least I don't think I do, but. <laughs> the silence. <laughs> wow. No, no validation. Anyone? Someone? Co-host? Christopher? <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> sure we all have them somewhere. I think mine are actually imaginary. They're all up in my head. It's all my other voices. Just kidding. Um, so what have been some challenges that you have had with the podcast? Like, Maybe either challenges of you having the podcast and running it all by yourself, or I guess just like challenges in general. Yeah, I have a whole list, actually. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right in front of me. I have a whole list. Yeah, so challenges, definitely the editing, you know, the video stuff, the audio stuff. I'm still learning. YouTube is my friend. That's my. That's where I go for everything to learn. So that's one part of it. You know, reaching out to potential guests is a challenge because people give you the scene and... I would, you know, I'd even if it's a no, I would accept that. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, not everyone has said yes, but it's when people give you the scene and not even like a reply. <laughs> I'm like, is, you know, like I know I'm, I'm probably not really high on their priority of things to do, but, you know, I, I like to try and respond to everyone you know, who reaches out even, to me. So. Even like a, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, like I'll when, be like, all goods. When it's like a, a scene, it's almost like, are they thinking about it? Or is that like a hard yeah. no? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's def- that's a challenge, you know, learning to accept that because, you know, it, it hurts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, trying to keep my emotions in check when people are sharing their stories in the space is also a challenge. I'm a very emotional person normally. So I'm always moved by the, the different stories that are shared uh, on the podcast. And trying to be a better listener like I get really excited and I it's not that I cringe because I know that I've grown so much on this journey but you know like I just want to punch myself when I like play back you know a clip or something and I'm like oh why did I interrupt that like I get way too excited so trying to be a better listener and kind of pause and wait for the responses that is a challenge I mean even today I've, I've like jumped in a few times cutting out I'm like stop that Rosa calm down so uh yeah admin stuff like emails 
uh, doing guest research, like promo stuff on Canva, social media content. You know, social media is, it can be a bit overwhelming. And yeah, sometimes I just need a break. It's a challenge doing all of that. At the beginning, I was kind of like, will people like what I'm putting out there? But I'm past that point and just, I'm just really at a place where I'm like, it will resonate with whoever it resonates with and people will follow if they follow and that's okay. And at the end of the day, if it can reach one person, we're good. Staying organized is another challenge. Being aware of the language that I'm using is something that I've, it's the teacher part of me and I have to do better. Like I'm still trying to do better is what I'm trying to say. I'm forever learning and evolving. In terms of staying organized, I really wanted to shout out your team uh, because I really love your guest guide. Like when Emma sent that through, I was like, I, I shared to my friend at work. I said, oh my gosh, Emma and Chris's guest guide is the bomb. It's so organized. And it made me realize <laughs> I need to do something like this or something similar or be better organized. The podcast has actually helped me to be a lot more organized in terms of this kind of stuff, but I'm still learning. There was a whole list of challenges. Those are the <laughs> challenges. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get to some good stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's more the bringing everything together. I need to shout out my friend Evo from Melbourne, uh, Australia, and she you know, like I said, March 2021, when I was trying to put everything together, she is amazing. You know, she's a writer. She does like videography stuff. She's a creative in so many different ways. And she came on board and did the editing for me for that whole first year. She did everything. But then she was offered like her dream job. So we talked about it. And I was like, I'm going to learn off, tu off tutorials on YouTube. And then I took over and you can really see the big difference in how awesome <laughs> her editing and stuff was. And then, and then I'm, I'm just, I'm still working towards that. <laughs> I'm awesome too. But yeah, she taught, I learned so much from her and we used to, everything, we always used to have like weekly, every Tuesday or Wednesday, okay, Zoom, let's double check everything because it was like we were doubling everything up. Like I would do the interview recording, then I would go through the interview and mark, you know, timestamp stuff. Okay, delete this. Delete. Then I would send the document to her. She would go from my timestamps and delete, you know, edit from there. Then she would send it back to me for reviewing. Then, I'd, you know, it was this whole big, that first year was such a huge learning curve so all um just mad love to uh, my sis Evo. she yeah she was awesome and we hadn't even met at that point so it's kind of like this me and Chris situation right we were just we had met through um fellowship online like bible study online through mutual friends and then yeah so I'm so grateful to her and we saw you know like she's busy doing working impacting lives in the performing arts and creative stuff in um Melbourne so I'm just so grateful for her. So takes a village. No, like literally, it's a podcast is a whole lot of work. In case anyone was wondering, I promise it is fun when you make it. And I'm glad that you've gotten to that point where it's that almost self-actualization of it'll reach who it needs to reach. And that's all it needs to do. Even we were caught up in the first year or so of just as many people as possible. Mm. And now it's very comfortable. Mm. 
And just, it's fine. And if it's more people and it's bringing people together and it's starting conversations, awesome. In your case, if they are exploring new books and learning about new authors and other experiences, amazing. That's just all it needs to be. It doesn't need to reach every person in the world, all 7 billion, 8 billion, which how many billions are we at now? No one really knows. But (laughs) in any case... Are there things that, I mean, there's no way you do a podcast for two years and don't enjoy it. So what are the things that are your favorites? Because yes, there's lots of challenges to make it happen, but what keeps you in it? Yeah, it's the stories. Like, honestly, it's the life experiences. It's the personal journey, journeys that the guests share. Like, you know, I I should mention that it's called Reads of Rossa, the Reads of Rossa podcast. Uh, but that's only because I didn't want to create like a podcast account, and Reads of Rossa is my Bookstagram account. So I do three different things on this one account. So I love to read, but I'm not the best person at like talking about books. Like I'm that kind of person. I'll read it, and I'm like, I feel so good. I'm so excited. I read that, but actually having the conversations, I struggle to do that. So the podcast actually, um. It's all my favorite things, like books, like education, obviously, and performing art, like music and creative. Like that's my thing. So a lot of the people who have come on the show and shared their stories are from those spaces, from the from the those community spaces. But they've been like sports, like athletes, they've been like activists, just a whole range of folks. But it's their stories that it really inspires me. And I feel like if their stories and their journey, if it inspires me, surely it will resonate with others. So I just think making connections uh, and building community and uplifting others is very important. In this social media age that we live in, there are only certain voices being amplified and they are the people who are just, you know, well-known folks, you know. I'm not saying these stories are not important, but there are also just your the Emmas and, and the Chrises and, you know, that are just smashing goals, impacting lives in your respective fields. And those stories are not necessarily shared. So that's why I keep doing what I do. Like I always say, as soon as I get bored and tired, I'm just going to stop. I think that's my favorite part of having guests on too. It's just like, even people, I mean, up to today, this episode, they've all been people that I know, but it's different when you're having intentional conversations and I I don't want to call them structured we do have questions to guide and kind of people focus on but I think that was also one of the big things that really helped our podcast of just that was what we wanted to do I and I talk all the time we were talking before the podcast (laughs) but the point was to I think very similar to you is just like give it that platform of just a little something different a little something else and to really help because again like we said, therapy is expensive. And so we had to find another, a workaround for it. And so <laughs> I really love this, the the podcast experience that you're having. Cause again, that's allowing people to get this sort of experience that they might not have gotten otherwise. Like these aren't necessarily stories that you're going to see on a show on Netflix or on Amazon Prime, but they're still important stories. And so being able to share the work of others, I think is, it's just really nice and cathartic i think just to see when people are interested in the same things that you're interested in or sometimes awakening an interest that you didn't know that you had until you hear someone else speaking about it i should mention too that the one factor that kind of 
brings everything together as books. So like, you know, it's called the Reads of Russell podcast. So I might have, a, you know, I have authors, but then I also have like my friend is, you know, a PhD student, you know, it's like different perspective, different worldview, different lens. It's just books is what brings people together. And I've had people on the show who have shared, you know, this really kind of got you, your account really helped me to kind of get back into reading. I've only recently got back into it. I've had other people who are avid readers. So I think that when, especially folks from New Zealand, you know, cause I have, you know, I'm from New Zealand. So a lot of people on the show have been from there, although they're from different community spaces, but I'm sure that when people see some of the guests, they're like, Oh, I didn't know this person was a reader. They're so staunch in the music and stuff they put out. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like it's mm. books is what uh, brings people together. And so that's, that's a, that's why I'm always like, Oh, please share a book recommendation. And if not, like if you're studying maybe a, some research material or an article or an audio book or even a podcast, you know, like stimulating the mind through literacy. <laughs> it's a very important. And I think it lends itself into like, how do you even go about finding guests? How does that even, cause your podcast is a hundred percent guest driven. Like at any given time, if Emma and I don't have a guest, it's just the two of us and it's totally fine. But how do you go about, cause you gotta have guests to make a guest podcast work. The first 10 episodes of the podcast were all like mostly people I had met through my bookstagram account and now in reflection like there it's mostly people I follow you know I follow folks and if they're doing something that really interests me or I feel like they're not getting their flowers so how do I find guests it's mostly through uh, I follow them on social media a lot of the people in New Zealand most of them I've met through my brothers like my brothers like heavily involved in the performing arts I would say you know they're like well known in the community spaces uh, both of them so I've been very fortunate that I've, through them, I have seen people active in the community spaces. So I've always remembered, like, this is someone, you know, I'd love to, like, chop it up with them and whatnot. So I don't go through my brothers, like, you know, just because, like, I know them or I've seen them from a distance. Like, I still have to do do the hard work, you know. Like, I I don't, I'm not like, oh, I'm Lani's sister or I'm Nelly's sister. Like, I'm putting myself out there, therefore I have to reach out to people on my own but I haven't met everyone that has come on the show like when I went home last summer for break I met one of my guests at the New Zealand Pacific Music Awards I was like oi Tim Tim do you know who I am <laughs> Tim well I said to my brother hey that's Tim that's Tim Provise he was episode 11 he was like girl and I was like oh I'm so I'm so shame I thought it would be random and he goes random he was on the show but we I saw him I was like bro do you, you know it's like Rossa and it was like I've yeah I've met people like going back and I'm I'm grateful sorry that was a very long-winded answer but that's mostly how I uh, meet guests is through the social media platforms and author chats though some of my favorite artists that I fangirl over like I reach out to them favorite authors so I mean you know that's the power of social media right there's been a couple of guests too that I'll send Rosa and I'm like hey you should interview them I was like I just am a really big fan so I would prefer if you like if you did the interviewing and then I can listen to it straight (laughs) up like um yeah like yeah Emma's kind of pointed some people out and it's I've literally waited like six or more months to reach out because I'm like 
shame as to like ask. <laughs> I have to research and follow them and understand who they are and, you know, how they're impacting the communities. And it's amazing. So yes, thanks, Emma. She truly has introduced me to some pretty cool folks. You just got to bring it over to the U.S. sometimes. You're very New Zealand centered, but that's like, but that's your space though. <laughs> I've had a lot of Tongans. <laughs> like I'm serious. I've had a lot of Tongan folks on my podcast, but they respond so eagerly and they're so like, and then some other folks would just give me the scene. Like I'm not pointing Ooh. out any particular ethnic group. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've had quite a few now from the U.S. So it's it's cool. I'm trying to be... Yeah, I try to be intentional with who I bring on. So now that you're going into your two years, I feel like you are like the big boss in podcasting and things like that. So do you have any tips or advice for anyone who would like to start their own podcast? Choose your niche, go for it, make sure you enjoy it. And it shouldn't be like a burden. You should actually love what you do. And finally, you don't have to be like everyone else, you know, now that you're in two years, you know, let's say that you're doing this for the next 200 years or 20 years, however long, what does a fully realized Rito Rosa look like? Yeah, I had to actually Google fully realized. I kid you not this morning, 6am, I was like, define fully realized. <laughs> 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 I think, like I mentioned earlier, like starting this, it was really trying to prove a point. But now I'm like, I don't need to prove a point. I mean, I actually realized this probably after the first 10 episodes. Well, first of all, after Emma's episode, I realized I reflected on it and thinking about the things that she shared. And I was like, wow, this is huge. You know, thinking about the rest of the guests coming on, like there's a bigger purpose behind all of this. You know, that was the first thing I realized as more guests came on. It just became more important to create the safe space uh, so that they feel confident because a lot of guests, they like ask me, oh, what can I share though? Like, why do you want me? Are you sure I have something to offer? And so that's what, you know, after I've explained, no one's ever said no, like, but people do ask that, like, really, do you think people would be interested in my story? And some of these folks are people who are, you know, they're like artists, well-established like musicians and things like that. So just when I started, it was all about making a point. Now I'm just like, I think two years on, I didn't need to make a point. Um, it's more about just understanding just the power of stories, uh, the power of connecting, the power of sharing perspective, uh, looking at things through a different lens and understanding that it's okay. We agree to disagree. I think it's going in a good direction. I, you know, always question myself at times, like, you know, the whole imposter syndrome, like, who am I? Especially when I look at the caliber of the guests that have come on the show, like, it's, it's humbling. So I don't know, fully realized if I'm there yet, but, you know, we'll continue to evolve and grow. And, you know, it's all part of the learning experience. It's all part of the journey. So on your podcast, you always ask a question at the end. So that is what we are going to do in true Reads with Rosa fashion. What are you currently reading or would like to shout out? It's a YA fantasy, like romance, dark fantasy romance novel. It's about a siren who every year of her birthday, she kills someone of royal blood and takes their heart. And so she comes up against um, a prince who is out to kill people like her or folks like her and others of her kind. So it's this whole like back and forth. And so when she loses her powers and ends up amongst the humans, like the 
dynamics change. Anyways, it's it's quite it's pretty cool. It was a random book that I found uh, on Libby when I was doing like connections through some of my favorite authors. To Kill a Kingdom, it's really good. But I really want to shout out. I'm really excited because on April, I think it's April 11th or 10th, Rena Barron, she she's an American author. She um, has a YA fantasy novel series called Kingdom of Souls, and I've read book one and two, and I've I've been waiting patiently for book three to drop and it's coming out in a few weeks so it's called master of souls it's ya fantasy dark magic betrayal hints of romance witch doctors <laughs> powerful priestesses yeah honestly my, my, my students got me into fantasy so anyways that's yeah so that's what I'm reading and I want to shout out that series so I, I'm I've already pre-ordered and I'm waiting for it to drop into my Kindle. This is a true fan wait. right here. True <laughs> fan. Did you have them on the on the podcast? You should bring that author oh, on. I haven't. I haven't. I do have one coming up that I'm so so fangirl, and I after going through many agents who refused to respond to my emails, she was like, you know what, let's just do it. So we're planning that at the moment. I I can't wait to drop that episode. Uh, Rena Barron. Oh my gosh. She doesn't accept DMs. This is something I learned way back in 2021. <laughs> I actually read a post that said that. So I just, when I was about to send a DM, I was scouring through her post, doing my research, and I realized, oh, she's not going to respond. So I didn't. I'll have to figure out maybe, yeah, I'd love to have her on the show, but I think she's like so famous. Maybe she won't. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, did. Chris, did you want to shout out any books that you're reading at the moment? I am about to start my April read, and that is going to be The House on the Cerulean Sea. It has come really highly recommended, but apparently it's very sad. It is very sad. But I'm very excited to read it. I've been doing okay on my 12 books in the year challenge. My March book is really slowing me down because it sucks so bad. I can't wait to drop the review on it because I don't like it. I've been reading <laughs> it for months, but I finally like sat down and have dedicated myself to fi finishing it in March because I'm not good at not finishing things. So I don't know if y'all just like start books and you're like, no, this is bad. And then you put it down forever. Yeah. Or if it's just a me thing where I'm like, I must finish this dumb. No, book. you need to cut that out. Stop it, Chris. Don't do that. Just stop That's it. That's what put I told it, him. Put it I was down like, and DNF review it. it. I put was like, DNF. And, yes. Put it down and review it on what you've read. Just that like, seriously, I tell my students that all the time, like if you don't like a book, just stop reading it. Yeah. It really <laughs> breaks my streaks. I'll be reading like two or three books and then I'll find a book and I'm like, this book is garbage. And then it'll take me <laughs> eight months to finish it because it sucks. Yeah. So then stop trying to read it. You should just put it down. And I've been telling him that I've been telling him to do not finish it. And he has not listened. I just finished the Island of Sea Women by Lisa C. It was super sad. And, you know, obviously I knew of like the atrocities of what the Japanese had done to Korean folks and Korea as a whole. But this book really just, it takes place in Jeju Island, which is the southernmost part, I think, of Korea. And so I'm kind of going through that and going through from before 
World War II to post-World War II to the early 2000s, and it goes back and forth. So I definitely just finished that one. It was very sad, and I'm about to start, and I've seen it all over Book Talk, Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. Cool. I'm going to look them up after this. Yeah. Yeah. I think Emma's a more consistent reader than me. I go through, I've been going through slumps, which is why I think I told Emma I'm not setting goals anymore because I just like, yeah, <laughs> slumps is a real thing. And it's interesting because I've seen other bookstagrammers, like the Pacific bookstagrammers recently, you know, like some of them are just coming out of slumps. Like for a long time, I thought it was just me and I was just like, oh, I'm that guy. But then I realized, but that's just for me personally, it gets a bit too much and I'm just like, I'll just take my time now. It's all right. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just a goal setter. If I don't set a goal, I won't do it. I feel that. I just have the other problem of like, then I've done the goal and then I'm like, cool, I don't have to do this ever again. <laughs> he's very good at, he's very good at meeting his goal and he's like, okay, I'm done. That's great. And I was like, wait, but you could like keep going. He's like, or I could like not. <laughs> yeah, literally ran a 5k, haven't run since. <laughs> and that's okay. Okay. So, and also true fashion, we also like to do like a Yelp rating at the end when it's like certain things like this. So how would you, oh, I don't, do they have Yelp in New Zealand? Is it like when you review stuff? Yeah. Because yeah, oh, yeah. like how you always review places you go to, huh? Yeah. Like restaurants. Yeah. You're that guy, huh? I, <laughs> I'm confused. She is, right? I she feel, is, yeah. I feel yeah. very hurt, first of all. I think <laughs> that, that people should know. I think people should know what they're getting into before they go there, okay? I also think in Japan, if you're an English speaker and you're looking for other people with English reviews, it's also helpful. Anyway, don't be a hater. <laughs> that my haters are my no, motivators. <laughs> That's how I learned about it. I was like, huh? It was from Emma. I was like, oh, this is new to me. Okay. So, so we're just going to Yelp review. How would you Yelp review five stars? It can only be five stars and it can't be zero either. Yelp doesn't allow you to give zero stars. So one to five stars. How would you rate your first two years of having a podcast? Four. <laughs> <laughs> that's solid. That's a good one. That's it. That's I an mean, 80%. <laughs> yeah, I think a three, I'll be kind of like not acknowledging all the hard work and everything that's gone into it and everyone that's been a part of the, this journey. I don't want to say a five because my editing still sucks and I'm still working on it. <laughs> I'm like, let's just say four. Yeah. It's a work in progress. A four is like solid though. You know, there's like, it's, there's still room for improvement, but it's not like the most terrible thing <laughs> you've ever done in your life. <laughs> yeah. With that, it's time for our rapid fire question. <laughs> You guys are a blast. Seriously, <laughs> you vibe, you're a vibe, both of you. For anyone wondering, we will not be going back to hand-done, self-made air horns. It's going to be this sound because I spent too much time looking for it. <laughs> there will so be good. no reversions back. I refuse. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Okay, so would you rather be the hero or the superhero sidekick? Mm, the superhero sidekick. Christopher? Probably the sidekick, too. Same. I said the sidekick. The hero has too many things. Like he's too like yeah. he's too public facing, you know. So like, or they're too public facing. So I feel like there's so many things that can go wrong. Also, I I don't mind being like the comedic relief, and then everyone gets sad when the sidekick dies. You know, mm. <laughs> no one's coming for my family. You know what I mean? Like it's like I'm put I'm putting myself in danger, but I'm not putting everyone I love in danger. <laughs> exactly. You know, just gotta gotta think smarter. That's why I'm a sidekick because I'm thinking. Heroes, <laughs> they don't think; they just like go off and do stuff. They just it's do not things. me. It's not my no, style. Can't do that. Not for me. Rosa, what is your question for today? If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? My feet size. That's what I would change. 
Really? Yeah. I got some big old feet. If I could change one thing about myself. Listen to Chris laughing. <laughs> Chris is laughing because I have bigger feet than him, but he's taller really? than me. Yes. Chris got some tiny little feet. He got some dainty little feet that like can fit into all his shoes. <laughs> it's like really annoying because we'll go shoe shopping together in the same section. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm a Charlie Sandals. I was like, let me see if they got an 11. Sorry, ma'am. The biggest we go up to wow. is nine. And then Chris is like, that's me. <laughs> if Yeah, if I could change one thing, or or if not that, I would want to be taller. Me too. So either my feet size, like, if but if my feet, like, I'll keep my feet size if I could be, like, 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, mm. yeah, or was it supposed to be something personality-wise? Because I think I have a great personality, so I didn't change my I think it's you. open <laughs> to you, you know? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, sis. Go ahead. <laughs> I think I would want to be more flexible. Ah. Uh, like, I'm always just, like, those people that just, like, go into, like, back bridges or they just, like, drop into the splits. Like, people that just, like, move their body and not, like, contortion move, but just flexible move. Just <laughs> that mobility, I think, that's the one thing that I was like, man, if I could be more flexible, that would be the move. Yeah, I think for me, I would be probably one thing is uh, to be a better public speaker. And Emma always says to me, but you're on a podcast. You're fine. You just pretend you're doing your podcast. And you, like I just like freak out. And I think it's a confidence issue as well. So it probably goes hand in hand is just to be a bit more confident in self. Yeah, just be a better public speaker. I mean, if I could sit at a table for everything and just talk, I'd be great. But I cannot be taking my mic and sitting at a desk in front of those damn meetings. Like, people be like, who the hell she thinks she is? Um, I'd like to welcome everyone back to the meeting and hashtag Reads with Rosa. Um, please follow me on all the, on all the platforms at the end of this meeting. I'm dead. Just oh so interesting. I feel like we have like conflicting levels of confidence because I love public speaking being up on a stage like i like doing that but then the opposite is like great you want to like sit me out of like a small intimate gathering of people and that's when i just like sit in the corner i'm like it's okay everyone else has ideas i'm just here for the vibes yeah your confidence is oozing through the screen right now it's i was just like oh my gosh i need to get on chris's level well emma you know she was she's always been a vibe but i was just like oh my god <laughs> Teach me. <laughs> At this point, we've been doing the podcast so long, it just feels normal. So it's totally fine. Feels like a normal conversation. That's true. Mm. Christopher, what is your question? What is the thing standing between you and accomplishing your biggest dream? What is with these deep questions today? It's okay. I have my answer. Oh. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Money. <laughs> For real actual i was gonna say because my biggest dream is not some like grand metaphorical like oh i would change the world nah i just want my little house yeah my self-sustaining house exactly i just want to be comfortable i just want to like wake up and like do what i want to do honestly that's it like that's my dream honestly that's all i need so i just need the money to make that happen that's it (laughs) that that yes i'm on that buzz right there for real. Which is so funny because I remember like younger me was definitely like, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to do all this. I'm going to be, I'm going to be running everything and doing all these things. And I'm like, at this point, just give him a little house somewhere. It don't even got to be in a city. It could be 
out in the country. in fact ideally it'd be out in the country somewhere out in some rural area it's just me myself and nature hey, just stop stealing my ideas there cut it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love that like because i'm the same i think in my nose i'm not really a city life kind of person every opportunity i get i'm like countryside i love exploring that so i would prefer yeah money money man like money so that i could just do what i want <laughs> and not have to work and just go to places you know travel and do that stuff you know so that i can just relax and read mm. for a living mm. build a library in a house in my house that's my dream is like a house with just a library in it with those um you know those i think i've said this before because i watch too much um american stuff but um you know in those like old like libraries with you know the desks with the green lights you know like old <laughs> tradition I, I didn't know what it's called but yeah you know like that and in the movies you're like you know they're in those massive libraries i dream of that like a library owning a home my library in there with the ladder that goes across <laughs> all your books uh that kind of stuff i know but yeah money is just to be able to like not just do me but look after the people that i love mm. without all these other things well should i answer differently should i no answer like, no i was gonna yeah. say the same thing after chris was like oh i already know i was like oh shoot i know too it's definitely money mm. time and mm. sleep that's the three things stopping me if i had all three of those things in surplus excess there we go so, Rosa, where can people find your podcast? Reads with Rosa podcast, uh, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, the video, that's all for audio. The video episodes are on YouTube, social media platforms at Reads of Rosa on everything. So I'm mostly YouTube video podcast platforms and then Instagram. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Reads of Rosa for book stuff, education, music. <laughs> creative stuff podcast <laughs> all the things all the things that i love it's all there thanks so much for coming on our show today rosa we hope you had a fun time spilling the tea kind of <laughs> thank you to both of you chris and emma thank you for the opportunity i uh, thank you for thinking about me i love the vibe that you two have keep going with your podcast keep thriving Emma, where can people find the podcast? You can find our podcast on Instagram and Twitter at The Tea with Crema. If you'd like to drop us a cup of tea, you can also Venmo us at The Tea with Crema. You can stream us on YouTube and anywhere that you like to stream your podcasts. We hope to see you next time. Bye! <laughs>